What's going on everybody? Glenn P. Brooks Jr. here. I'm an author, I'm a speaker, and I'm a coach. And I wanna welcome you to We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I get the opportunity to add value to entrepreneurs, business owners, and ministry leaders, both on and offline. And this episode is gonna be no different. Stick around and we're gonna get started right now. Well, we'd like to welcome you back for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. I'm Glenn P. Brooks Jr. And I'm incredibly excited about today. In a blog post on HuffPost.com, contributing writer Flynn Coleman asks this question. The question is, why are stories so powerful? Well, the truth of the matter is, is that they are more memorable than facts. Our brains are wired to respond to stories. Metaphors and anecdotes actually help us relate ideas to our own experiences, providing richness and texture. Stories actually bring you and your listeners into a multidimensional world full of colors, sights, smells, and emotions, making us feel as though we are actually living the story. I want to tell you a quick story. Back in July of this year, um, Sheree and I made our move to Panama City, Panama. And on day three, I think it was, our broker invited us out to his private ranch Uh, His family owns a 63-acre ranch out in the middle of nowhere. And I mean, it's in the middle of the jungle. When you you ride into the ranch, guys, paint the picture. It's like going into the big walls of Jurassic Park. They're huge wood walls, really, you know, I mean, just amazing. And when you open it up, it's like this paradise that houses everything from uh, two rivers. There's canoeing, there's hiking, there's animals on the land. You've got a skate park there. You've got all the different things. They have several Airbnbs. They've got tree houses, not the kind you camp in, but the kind you live in and stay in. You can Airbnb there. It's an amazing property. And he was hosting an event for all of his clients. And we just happened to be getting into town the day before that. And uh, we made a two hour, supposed to be a 45 minute ride, but it took us two hours because it's in the middle of rainy season. And it was coming down. So we said, we are not going to miss this. I'm so glad that I kept that appointment because it was there that I met. And and by the time we got there, the party was sort of dissipating. People was running for cover and going home. You got to understand, this was a hair-raising experience, but I loved it. I got a chance to meet my guy, Pablo Arias. And uh, and one of the things, or Arias, I I think I may, may be butchering his name, but he'll help me. Pablo and I connected right away. And I quickly came to find out why. And so today I'm excited to invite him to our space, guys. If you are in the place or the space in your life where you're looking to relocate internationally, this is a guy that you want to talk about, particularly when it comes to shipping your household goods and getting them safely from one place in the world to another. But it's more than that. He is a wealth of information, born and raised in Costa Rica, he is bilingual, uh, trilingual. He probably, I don't know how many languages he speaks, but it's a whole situation, <laughs> guys. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for my guy, Pablo Arias. Good to see you, my friend. Welcome to the show, sir. You good? Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're having Pablo. lots of fun. This is a super <laughs> cool vibe. The energy is in the house. I can totally I see that. I can totally see why all these folks connect every morning. I'd listen, man. Pablo, one of the things that um, kind of really blew me away about you when we met was how you think. And so I want you to take your time a little bit, and I want you to take us back 
and tell people a little about uh, p- tell people a little bit about who you are, what you do, why you do it, and who you do it for. When I say who you are personally, who's Pablo? What do you do? What's the business that you're in? Why do you do that? And then who do you do it for? Who's your target client? Who are you showing up for? And as a result of being on this podcast, when they hear you, they're going to say, oh, that's my guy. So let's get into it. Who are you, Pablo? Let's talk. Well, my name is Pablo Arias. Pronounce pronounced Arias. Um, Arias. I'm going to get it. I am. I'm, I'm going to get my R's ready, brother. Arias. I love it. And especially in Costa Rica, you uh, your R, it's stronger than any other place in Latin America. That's another topic. Every Everyone speaks different Spanish depending on the country you are in. Spanish, Costa Ricans, Mexicans. Anyway, but anyway, who I am? I'm a dreamer because I'm always dreaming. I'm an idea person because I have like three brilliant business ideas every day, which is crazy and it's not sustainable. You cannot do execute on all of your ideas. You need to focus. And, and I'm somebody that, who really likes and enjoy helping other people. Uh, just like you, around me, there is always people that contact me, help, like they contact me and they they want to know my feedback. They want to know, hey, Pablo, what can I do with this? The other day, not like three or four, three days ago, I met this, this lady. I was like, hey, can you help me? After a brief conversation, I'm doing this contract. What's your feedback on these legal contracts? Like, I'm not an attorney. I'm not even a Panamanian. I don't know all the Panamanian laws, but she wanted to go know my business perspective on on whatever she was doing. So, yeah, if I can summarize who I am, I'm a dreamer. I'm an idea person. So I'm always looking for new ideas and ways to improve myself. And I really enjoy helping people, either with my feedback, with my ideas, or just sometimes with any, any particular issue, which, you know, helping people also takes a lot of energy and time of you away. So sometimes I have to be careful so I can, you know, execute on my dreams and goals and focus on what I'm, what I have to do. I love it, Pablo. Pablo, one of the things that you and I talked about in the business that you're in, there are a lot of moving parts. And because you're dealing with people's personal property, um, it's really important to get that right. When, it, when we talk about what do you do, can you tell people and bring them sort of into Pablo's world in terms of that whole idea of moving people's property internationally? What's your company and the purpose does it serve? Because it's more than moving for you. Yeah. So so that takes me to the second question <laughs> is I do international shipping. But out of the international shipping I pick and choose only working with the folks who are moving internationally. So I could be moving, I don't know, TVs for commercial cargo, but I pick and choose dealing with people, with people's assets or household goods or personal things or their boat or their automobile. So out of those who are moving, international moving, there's a few markets. So out of, those, out of that market, I pick and choose the private customer who is looking to move abroad, who is its personal move. So there is another market that could be corporate. So I used to do this, uh, do the international moves, coordinate international moves for like Intel or Kimberly-Clark or Coca-Cola here in Latin America. And I learned, and this 
all goes to self-awareness. I learned that I enjoy working with people directly instead of working with a human department, I mean, human resources department, or instead of working with the buyer's agent for, I don't know, Coca-Cola. I learned that I really like to connect with the Glens and with the Mr. or Mrs. Smith. And so I enjoy that conversation way better than just dealing with the, all the, you know, corporate customers who I need to set, you know, this... Uh, you know, quote every year, you know, big quote but for all of the all of their moves for Kimberly Clark that were that they were moving in and out of Costa Rica. I learned that I want to get personal with my customers. And this all goes to once again self-awareness because each time I spend time with my customer, which is like now we do probably 70 consultations a month, like 66 to 70 consultations. So each time we do that, like six times a day. I'd be picking my customer's brain. So it's not just me giving advice and consultation. So I'm interviewing people who is already successful, who is already, you know, they already have businesses. They already say, I have this business of whatever. And I'm now moving to Costa Rica. Oh, I'm moving to Spain uh, because, you know, I connected with the, you know, with the Spain people on food. Okay, yes. What, what is it that you did? Oh, I was in this oil industry. Oh, really? What? I wasn't, you know... And all of those stories of, of my customers end up filling me of joy and I learned how to enjoy that. But then also that helped me to grow myself. So what I do is international moving services and I and I want to help those individuals, individuals that are moving, that are moving abroad. And what makes different our business is that we really, we really niche on, on our market. That was our way to make ourselves different. All of the other international moving companies, they do military moves, hundreds of military moves, or hundreds of thousands of corporate moves. And that's a big market. I know that's all fine, but I wanted to connect with those folks that are doing it by themselves. And that represents a big set of issues for those. And, and those like finding properties or connecting with an immigration attorney or perhaps finding a plumber in Parma City those additional issues, we end up filling up, filling in with, this is our international shipping advice and customs regulations, but here's a contact for the plumber in the city. Just and So that additional value ends up setting our company in a stage where we just get a lot of word of mouth and people want to do business with us because we are always trying to connect with other, you know, other either business, business partners that will do other things for them. Or we just really take the time to see what is your weaknesses or needs and figure out what else can we do for the customer. Pablo, you know, you said something that I think it's important for us to kind of go back and frame up and maybe talk a little bit about when you say uh, you like to talk to the person. When you say that you don't necessarily want to engage with a department or an inanimate system, if you will. You want to talk to people you talk about fulfilling their personal needs. Where does that motivation come from? I know that growing up in Costa Rica for you, um, a lot of your family is involved in some of the things that you're doing. Um, talk to us a little bit about your culture and where does that come from, this idea of wanting to serve a human being and help them to just be better? Well, I'm trying to like understand myself. Like I remember when I was growing up, I was a kid that will go to church. My mom would take me to church. And at church, 
I was the kid was was the, I was the little leader, you know, the little leader who then become the youth leader out of the little congregation and then became the youth pastor. So it was always in me trying to teach others something, trying to that was that's that's kind of like my personality. Uh, I don't know if it's Costa Rica in general, but like I remember myself trying to, uh, you know, we have this little like group in church that is like the Boy Scouts. And so you, you have leaderships within this, within this Boy Scouts. And then I was always learning something to teach others. And I, I felt, I felt as a kid pride of, on that. And I was just really trying to be involved. So when I, when I was growing, that was my thing. You know, it's really, it's really within me. Now the Costa Rican culture is very friendly. If you want to talk about that, it's very friendly and it's very customer service oriented. Uh, not that the Panamanian isn't, or, or or others are, are not, or 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 are, but in Costa Rica there is a very big level of service. Uh, it's also a very touristy country, so we are kind of like trained <laughs> as a culture. Hilarious. No, that's funny that you say that because, you know, your DNA, um, it was that of a kid who wanted to help. And then, I, you know, now I understand and I just learned this now that, um, you know, I, I'm a former youth pastor. And uh, I don't know if I've shared that with you, but now I'm beginning to understand no. sort of how your DNA works. And then when you couple that with a culture that sort of trains you from day one to to be concerned about the needs of people, um, I think that that's an incredible combination. I got a question, Pablo, particularly where your industry is concerned. When you start thinking about the pain points that your customers have, your target clients have in, in your industry, what are some of those pain points and how do you guys approach them? Okay. But my industry, I think, is one of the tough, toughest industries. You know, I'm talking to leaders within this industry, uh, people who run like multi-million dollar, like billion dollar operations in the U.S. and Canada, even worldwide. We always said something like, this is one of the toughest industries from all because it's not really a need. Like Glenn doesn't really need to move everything to Panama. You could just sell everything and just start from scratch. And that's okay. You know, it's, it's, you're not our car customer. So it's a very competitive industry. And there within the industry, there is a lot of issues. And there is a lot of uh, bad ways of selling a customer. And there is a lot of like, you know, misleading and hiding fees. You know, the international, like just the moving industry within the US has a, a special website for uh, the Better Business Bureau where anybody could put a claim saying this moving company scammed me. Like it is like a complaints website because it's it's a norm. It's like the norm in, in the U.S. trying to sell the customer into like, yes, it's going to be $1,000 and the mover end up loading everything and they charge you $3,000. Just to give an example, like the average tip ticket of our service is like $9,000, $10,000. But just to give an example, the moving industry is that bad. So that's the first big issue somebody could have. 
dealing with somebody that is trustworthy and is going to be really, really out front. Uh, so because I'm trying to fix this, I, I don't want people to see me or to see our company as a moving company. So we present ourselves as a project management firm that is specializes on international moving services. So we, we, we are not just the average moving company or international moving company. We don't want to be close to those folks. We have things like if you get a traditional quote with any moving company, you can just send an email, fill out a form, and then you get a minute later a proposal for like, once again, $1,000. We would never do that. We ask our customers, please, if you want to talk to an expert, international shipping consultant that knows the specific rules and regulations for Panama Customs, book a consultation call. We'll give you 30 minutes of our time for free, and we'll give it to you how it is. We are not going to sugarcoat anything and give it to you up front. And that's the first issue that we fix for our customers. And you can see that in the reputation when you go and research a company, Google reviews are going to be like a lot of people saying, thank you for this consultation. A lot of them don't even use our service. They just go into the consultation and they learn that this is too much for them, may not be worth it, maybe too expensive, but they give us a review. And just that name, our name goes around between the expat community. And as you know, here in Panama or in Costa Rica, these are the small countries. All of the experts, they know each other. You know who is the influencer, you know. So the reputation here is key to any successful business. So just this additional approach of staying away from the traditional international moving or moving industry has given us a big age of advantage between, uh, you know, from us and the competition. What other issues we solve? Many other issues like, we try to provide other value, not just here is the shipping, but connect people with other people. And I have always been a connector, a connector. like just like you, you are introducing people. Like I said to you the other day at dinner, if you needed any contact, just let me know. I mean, I've been in the city for a little longer than you and, and I have contacts that have served me. Here's a connection. Here is a contact. And we even have within our CRM, like a customer uh, management software, we even have templates of those partners that we feel they're trustworthy and we after a consultation with the customer we send an email that says it's a template good people should work together in our conversation you mentioned you need an immigration attorney this is our contact within for costa rica this is our contact in mexico and we introduce people and we do we do it for free. Like it's not like we get commissions or anything. We just only feel that person or that contact has a good name or reputation within the city uh, or in, in a particular country. And then we make those introductions. It's you like, know, you know, go ahead. No, no, I I I you go ahead, please, because you know, I, so, I, I so it's like all day. when you are when you connect with a real estate agent, a good real estate broker will show you properties. We would help you understand what is it you're, what is it that you need, and try to you know make a summary of the best properties for you. But the best real estate agents or brokers are gonna tell you everything. You know, on this property, this is what you have. But like here down the corner, on this corner, you have the Mister Bruce Lee who owns the little Chinese store, and you can get the very best 
fruits on this place. And then he will tell you three blocks down the road, there is a school and the principal of this school goes to my church. And then over here, you have this guy that does this. So the best brokers will not just show you properties, will show you the community, show you details that nobody else will tell you. And this is because they really know your town, your city. So we took kind of like those approach and details and we implement those things into our into our process to service our customers and we give those for free it's just kind of like here free consultation call 30 minutes and then if eventually you need an international moving service you're going to connect us but what's happened what's happening is people go it's like they, they say they say you i know i don't need to pay ten thousand dollars i could just sell everything but they go and talk with everybody else in the community and say, well, this consultation is good. So we are, sometimes I'm two weeks. We are two weeks, no space for another consultation. Like our, our, our Abelardo, who's taking all the consultations now, for like a couple of weeks ago, we have, he have time to take another consultation because the word of mouth is just out there and people are saying, just take the consultation. And, and, it's, and people have to wait which is really bad for a business. But once again, there is another principle of my, that I think is mine. It's like, it's not just about money. Mm. So I'd rather, I'd rather not take more business and execute right on my systems. You want to, if you want to put it in the, into a system, than just taking more money because more money will mean executing more services that our operations department is not equipped to execute. That's going to become an issue and it's going to become a bad review at the end of the process, which is what I really, really want is a good name and reputation. So I'm not just for the money. I'm also, and it's essential that I provide a good service and a good product and I get good reviews at the end of every project. I love it. I love it. It says that a good name is rather to be chosen in great riches. And Pablo, one of the things that you said that just messed my head up, and I'm sure a lot of people are listening to this say, wait a minute. Did he just say that there are times where he can't take and won't take on new business because he has to be able to service well the business that he has? Yeah, that's just exactly what he just said. Yeah. And Pablo, I think that that is a concept that greed has influenced in a way that says, well, no, I'll take the business and then I'll build the capacity to serve these people as I go. The problem with that, particularly with an industry like yours, there are too many moving parts and things that can go really, really wrong. Can you just give us a horror story or two on when people don't pick the right people? I love your statement that says good people should work together. What happens when good people work with somebody who ain't good people and how bad can this really get? if they're not careful and work with great companies like yours? Well, I don't know. I have a lot. Like I, I like I have probably hundreds of, of stories. <laughs> the approach or yeah, this approach for my company yes. started when I was working for another company. So they hired me to become their sales guy for this shipping company. The company got a contract with Intel. So we were executing all the corporate moves for this microchip company. So every single microchip you see in any computer 
It's probably from that, from Intel. So we are doing probably 10 international moves, moving engineers from Intel, from everywhere in the world to Costa Rica. They just launched this big factory in Costa Rica. This was 14 years ago. But my job was service those, but also get more business. And because my English was pretty better than the average other moving company or shipping company, I started getting expats. I started getting, you know, I'm, I moved to Costa Rica three years ago, but I'm moving back now. And then I became friends with those guys and that's selling a service. Okay, you need this, you're moving back to California. But in that relationship, I started learning all of the horrible things people faces when they move abroad and they don't have the good resources or the information. I remember this family, you know, this, this guy moved from Maryland to a paradise location in Costa Rica. He is a builder. His trade is he built properties, he buy land, build properties. So he has some savings ready to be retired, maybe 60, maybe 60, 65. And the guy contacted me. I offered a service, probably $7,000. We went to deliver, you know, we went to see the, the, the project, start loading the move, everything. He was moving on all his tools, power tools, construction tools, very heavy duty equipment, and then I look at his property. He lived in this hill. He's got probably five houses, 90% finished. In Latin America, it's gray. It's concrete. Everything is block gray. Uh, so all of the houses look like almost finished, but no paint. So all gray. And I said, well, you know, what, what about these properties? Are you selling the properties? What is it? And then the guy started telling me his story. He purchased this Big piece of property overlooking the ocean. He built this five houses overlooking the ocean, spent $4 million, and he couldn't get water from the municipality, county. It was not legal for him to do a well or get water because then the entire area is super dry. So he didn't know that. But the real estate agent involved sold him in the idea of he could just build this and then his idea was, I'm building this, selling these properties. Each property, at least half a billion dollar. Beautiful, overlooking the ocean, big houses with little pools. And he lost at least four or five million dollars on that. His entire retirement just blew away. So at his 60-something years old, he was moving all his equipment back to Maryland so he can start working again on his construction business to make the money again so then he could retire. He thought he was going to retire with those properties and then sell the properties and then have money. So he lost everything. And that day I learned that my business could be not just moving, but helping people, give them, give them advice into other things. And then, you know, from just a moving company... I, I really wanted to call myself a, an entire relocation company. I love it. But I don't do everything. I just connect people with everything else. Because I see that happen many times. Yeah. Many times. No, That's kind of no. like the biggest one I remember. 
Pablo, that is amazing. For those of you guys that are just pulling up and you're checking out the podcast for the first time, welcome. Um, if you are listening to the podcast by way of Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, do me a favor, like, subscribe, share, uh, give us a review. Let us know how the podcast is helping you. I'm talking to my new friend, Pablo Arias and uh, Arias. Pablo, say the last name one more time because I'm going to keep getting it. I'm going to keep saying it until I get it right. Arias. 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 I, I'm going to get it. Um, but Pablo is an international relocation uh, specialist. And um, he specializes in moving people's personal goods. Um, and, and, and I can't think of anything more important than family heirlooms, things that you, in this case, this guy's business, in essence, the hardware that he needs to do what his job and relocating that to another part of the country, being able to get that right. If you guys are in the market for a person like Pablo, company like this, definitely uh, get connected with him. I'm going to share with you guys who are listening to the podcast um, his information. He's going to share that with you. And then what I want to do is for those of you guys who are listening by way of the uh, the live audience, I want to you know get some questions from you. If there's any specific questions, maybe there is um, you know something that you you wanted to fact check, if you will. Uh, we want to give you an opportunity to ask those questions if you have any um, or give any takeaways to what this did. Pablo, let me say this, man. I appreciate you. I'm excited that you and I are talking about some ways that we're going to be able to work together and uh, con uh, you know just form a partnership, man, that allows all of us to show up in our individual spaces and doing what you say. And that is as good people, we want to work with good people because life is short. People have spent way much, too much time, money, energy, and effort building their life's mission, if you will, uh, only for it to be dissolved because of a system that doesn't work for them. So I just want to say, thank you, man. Any closing remarks that you have and certainly let people know how they can get in touch with you. Well, the website <laughs> It's on the screen. It's kind of like the easiest thing. If you want a book and consultation because you're moving internationally, uh, we can help you move. We focus in five destinations. We can move you to any country, but our focus is Mexico, Costa Rica, Panama, Spain, and Portugal. And we want to focus. We could be selling everything and anything, but we want to focus because we want to give advice and contacts on those destinations. Um, and like, you know, if people has questions, maybe you don't need to move abroad, but just out of personal need of, you know, business advice, things that, things like that, I'm happy to entertain those questions. You know, it has been a journey to get to where we are. Uh, you know, my company is an, a small little company that is super different from anything you can think of. I have people that work for me online in Mexico, Guatemala. Most of my team is located in Nicaragua. And we are from Costa Rica, which I have people in Costa Rica. And today I am in Panama. So we are in a small little company with an international mindset or DNA with, with many different processes and systems that are unlike any other moving company. We specialized on a very specific market and everything we do is designed for that specific market. Like most of my companies, like just an example, just on my cost, most of my customers are retirees. So our contracts are all over communicate or all of our communication is going to be big fun. 
Like nobody does that. They every contract they want they try to do it as small as, as possible so nobody could read it. We do the very opposite. And and I think those things people could pick my brain and ask questions. You know, it's just kind of like not just because I know maybe very few people from our audience are going to be moving. But maybe there is a small business owner who wants a different or fresh perspective on something that is happening. I'm happy to, to comment on those. I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all put your hands together. I just want to say thank you so much to my guy, Pablo. And uh, I, I'm just excited. The international relocation uh, company that he runs is second to none. I've done some research. And guys, his receipts are real. And uh, if you're ever moving abroad, particularly to those countries that they con concentrate on, um, and you just want to know, uh, he's a wealth of information. I can tell you, having relocated to Panama, uh, Pablo's one of those guys, if you just, just text him on WhatsApp and say, Pablo, I got a quick question. What are your thoughts on this, on that? Um, he, he, re he replies. And this is not about you spending money with him. This is about him building relationship with you. And so if you need the services, you know what they are. Y'all click the links wherever they're found. And uh, let's go ahead and get this party started. Ladies and gentlemen, here's what I know to be true. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. And I look forward to seeing you guys back again on the next edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us once again for another edition of We All Need Some Help Wednesday, the podcast. Uh, be sure to download this, and if you need to connect to us any kind of way, uh, you can reach us at www.glennpbrooksjr.com. At the end of the day, y'all already know what time it is. You cannot get to any place of significance by yourself because we all need some help. Y'all be good, and we'll talk soon.